All right, Russell, I want to know, are you a planner or are you a spontaneous person? Ooh, am I a planner or am I a spontaneous person? I think it varies by situation, but if I had to pick one that I'm more of, it's definitely spontaneous. I'm not I'm not much of a planner. Okay, so when you go on holidays, do you like plan your events and stuff like that? Do you plan like meals that you're going to have like prior to going or do you just kind of show up? Oh, hell no, Jelly. <laughs> figure so, it all out. In fact, I am going on a flight to another country and I have planned zero of what I'm going to do while I'm there. So I'm... <laughs> I'm obviously in the uh, spontaneous camp. Definitely. Now I'm in the spontaneous camp as well. So that's going to make things very kind of one-sided. Here. Oh wait, I have to. But I think we can pretend. We we can pretend, but I need to know that from the other side. So my significant other is that is that what they're called these days? Is that what the cool kids are yeah. calling their bays? Um, she she is into planning like big time. So what 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 does Mel do? Which which side of that does she fall on? Mel kind of falls a little bit closer to the planning side, but is definitely still spontaneous. We both just kind of go on holidays and just figure figure it out as we go along. But Casey Liss, now Casey Liss is a planner. And I, I say this because I've had conversations with him about like like planning holidays, planning vacations, and he plans everything, like meals before he goes. I do wonder though, in the US they get like two weeks leaves tops and they have this cultural thing where they go on like a holiday and a road trip maybe maybe if you have so little holidays haha usa people in your crummy holidays maybe you have to plan it out more maybe there's just less spontaneity over there maybe i think i just i think that casey is one of those people that needs to be prepared for everything maybe he was like a scout when he was a kid <laughs> were you a scout because no, i was not a scout there we go i think that might be, that oh, may be we were like the they're like no no no, no. Okay. your kind is not yeah. welcome here yeah <laughs> So the reason that I asked this question is not because I want to figure out if you are actually a planner or spontaneous, but I think it ha- it might pertain to the question that I have for you next, which is when you launch an app, like or or even a version of an like a new version of an app, uh, what's the process that you go through? Do you like plan it out, figure out like you know all of the things, all the steps that you need to take in order to be able to make it like make it work, and then once you've hit the button, you're like freaking out because oh, God, what if I didn't do something correctly? Or are you the sort of person that just like you hit the button and you just like climb into a hammock and throw on some sunnies and be all like, you know, grab a Mai Tai and just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, this is interesting, son, because I've been launching apps since 2008, you know, since, since there was an app store. And this has changed like drastically. I, I'd say... When when I first released an app, so Phil and I made an app called Pocket Weather back in 2008 and we we had no plan. We didn't know where this thing was going. We didn't know what we were doing with it. We didn't even know what the approval process was like, you know, back then because it wasn't really a documented thing. So there was literally no planning involved. We got it kind of stable-ish. I think it still would crash every now and again, like on some places like the radar. And we shipped this thing. And we just walked away. We're like, well, that, that's that's pretty cool. We we just launched an app. You know, how cool is that? But I'd say like, you know, fast forward to 2016 and now now when I launch an app, it, it is planned down to the nth degree, right down to what are people in the press going to write about this app and what do we need to make stand out? What kind of things do we need to make sure we cover? Um, what kind of things could be perceived negatively that we need to like explain potentially sometimes even months ahead of time, like occasionally – I don't know if you do this, but we'll leak stuff on purpose just so that it's it's out there so that we can point to it, you know, when we launch and be like, well, we, we did tell you this was coming. Yeah. I, I like to keep things secret. 
I, I'm definitely that sort of person. Like I love a good secret uh, and I love a good surprise and I think that might work in detriment to my launch uh, launch process. So do you do you let absolutely nothing slip until launch day? Is that, is that what you're saying? I don't like letting anything slip. Oh, jelly. I, I probably do let stuff slip. But I, well, convince me. Is there <laughs> is there something to this whole idea of leaking business? There, there is, but the problem is, and I'm sure you know this, is that if you leak the wrong things, it can really come back to, to bite you. So if you leak... Some feature, for example, that you don't end up shipping. Well, that's that's not going to end well for you because Ooh, yeah. if, if yeah, that's people true. pick up on it, they'll be like, "You promised me um, 3D gifts." Which, by the way, Jelly's gone to virtual reality gifts now. That's coming in the next version. HTC Vive <laughs> support. You heard it here first. Not Oculus though, because Jelly hates the Oculus. Um, <sighs> well, nobody can get one. That's the problem. <laughs> well, I think you can't really get either unless you're in the press at the moment. But <sighs> the thing is, like, sometimes you can. Th- there are two things I absolutely love to leak. One is I love to leak that stuff's coming up so subtly that most people don't even notice. Like I'll give you an example. We had a um a version of Pocket Cast that we shipped for Windows Phone. This is ages ago now. And about two weeks before it launched, we hadn't told anyone it was coming out. There was no official anything from us. I just took a picture of Mittens with a Windows Phone with Pocket Cast loaded on it next to it. Mittens is our cat for those people that don't know. But I I I blurred it and I did a few other things. Not to make, just to make it look like there's just an ordinary phone like sitting next to it, but it was actually like a Nokia handset. And I, I don't know about you, but I get a huge kick out of that just knowing that I've leaked something that absolutely no one like has noticed. <laughs> do you ever do that? I, I don't. I mean, oh, jelly. You try I definitely it. do. I definitely am the sort of person that will specifically put gift wrapped into places where it doesn't already exist, like where where it wouldn't necessarily show up. As an example, I recently did a, well, not recently, like earlier this year, I posted an article, maybe it was late last year, jeez, I, I posted a, a, a blog post that had, that was like my thoughts on the iPad Pro with the pencil and all that sort of business, and two out of three photos, I think, had the gift wrapped logo as a sticker on the back of my Mac. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Visible, because I was just like, I'm just like that. And then I like recently I launched Other. By the way, I love that you launched an app called Other. Yeah, it's great. It's a great name. It's a great awful name is yeah. the way that I see it. Good luck Googling that, kids. Well, I have so much trouble trying to like find it on Twitter. <laughs> like I try to find like I, I'm the sort of person that I have <laughs> looking for references to your app on Twitter. Like, other dot, like looking for other app and other <laughs> iOS. You get nothing. <laughs> it doesn't work. One of the things that I did though with others screenshots is that one of the screenshots actually has the gift wrapped website in it. Yeah, okay. To show off the share extension that it includes. I definitely do that, but I don't do anything. I don't know that I lo- like I don't know that I leak stuff really. Like I I'm trying to think of like a time when that happened. Well, I'll tell you what, while you're thinking about it, I'll give you an example of a different kind of thing that I like to leak. Let's say if there's anything controversial about about your app that's going to be coming out, like for example, um, with Pocket Cast, we have a competitor that has like a, a feature that removes silence, right? And it's something we've had um, in our Android app, you know, for a while now. It's something that apps like RSS Radio have had since 2013, like before this app even existed. But the the general perception in the world is that the person who made this app, this other competing app, invented this feature. So that is something you want to diffuse ahead of time. Like you do want to signal that you know Pocket Cast is going to be heading, having this feature. And you do kind of want to start getting the messaging in place that says, you know what, maybe maybe this other person isn't the person who invented the feature. Like it existed before him in a podcasting app on iOS. And that's the kind of thing I like to leak out 
ahead of the release because what you want to try and do is get as much of the controversy to do with any competing apps or any of the features you have in your app out of the way before launch day because I don't know about you, but you want launch day to be like a happy, look at what we did, it's amazing, you know, try out the new version, download it, you know, see all the reviews and stuff coming in, see the positive tweets and stuff. Like you want launch day to be as much about your app you know, as you can and not about like competing apps. Yeah, I, I definitely can understand like that. That seems like it's a good plan. Maybe I should leak things more often. Mm. <laughs> I, I can't come up with anything. I think maybe once I posted a screenshot of GIF wrapped on a larger the device when I first like, you know, made it so that it fit the success and stuff like that. But I, yeah, I don't feel like I've like, I've never, I don't think I've ever leaked anything worthwhile so maybe that's my next step. Maybe I have to like, yeah. Well, the, I mean, leak the, the other thing you can try and do, and I haven't been super successful at this, but sometimes leaking things ahead of time if they get noticed can build hype towards a release. I guess you don't want to do that, yep. you know, months out because people be like, oh, is this ever coming out? Which I've also made that mistake, kids, like <laughs> leaking stuff too early, like that a new version is coming and then not getting that version out for like a good four or five months now. Yeah, that, that can be frustrating yeah. for people that follow you. But if you can leak it, a few weeks ahead of time, then there is the potential there to, to try and build up towards a release. Maybe like a month or so out? Yeah, okay. I'm going to definitely try this this week. At some point in the next, the near future, it's going to happen. I'm going to leak something. All right, I'm going to be watching your Twitter now like a hawk. Watch, watch for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a pro at just sticking things in the background and having them be unnoticed, but there. All right. Da, da, I'm going to be looking for it. I'm going to be looking. Every picture you take of like clouds or something, I mean, like one of those clouds is shaped like something. I just know <laughs> it. Like, it's like shaped like the GIF logo. <gasps> GIF wrapped VR confirmed. <laughs> one of the things that I do uh, that seems a little convoluted, but it's actually like uh, it's kind of the way that I live, I guess, is that is this whole idea of making friends in high places. I don't mean like you know, emailing, you know, somebody at some, you know, life hacker or something like that and being all like, hey, let's be, let's be mates Early so that you can, drink, like, when hey. I re- release a, yeah, when I release an app later on, you can, like, talk, tell everybody about it and biz. Oh, good, because yeah. I thought for a second there you were talking about bribery. You're like, yeah. No, <laughs> no. It's, look, I'm just going <laughs> to, i got to leave this suitcase full of money on this table and I'm going to be back in a minute, all right? I just have to go wash my hands. No, no. It, it sounds, it's, it's hard to make it sound as kind of innocuous as it actually is but uh, I, I kind of one of the things that I've done over the course of my not just indie career but kind of even preceding it to a certain extent is making friends with people that like they would that would be a good like it's a good career move and not just because it's a good career move like for instance I met this guy called Russell once he sounds like a jerk. Let me just get that out of the way. He was kind of a jerk. He was he was a bit full on. I couldn't really handle him, but I made friends with him anyway <laughs> because just in case uh, we ever wanted to start a podcast together. Oh my! Oh, I've just realised yeah. what you've done. This, you've inceptioned me, Jelly, <laughs> because the podcast is my idea. I just want you to remember that. Oh my god! Yeah. But yeah, because you met me. <laughs> oh, just like yeah. that movie. See, you just like see, just planted see? the seed and then you just let it grow. Hey, Russell, I do podcasts. Just remember that for the future. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, but I've, I've made friends over the course of, uh, over the course of my, my career. Well, I've got to hold know, you up here. You did also name drop Casey Liss. Is this, this, yeah, it's that's true. a career friendship as well, is it? That is, well, it is kind of. Well, I mean, it's, okay. We, we met doing Mobile Couch 
we he was a guest on Mobile Couch, uh, and we made friends after that. And that was, and then not long after that, Gifwrapped came to be. So you know, this it all kind of works in together, doesn't it? Yeah, and then on listful.org or whatever the heck his blog was called, it was all about Gifwrapped, wasn't it? And he's one of your biggest users as well. I I, I see, he really I is. see how this is yeah. planned out. I mean. Yeah. Yes, yes, I of course do that sort of thing as well. And that is part of the reason I fly to San Francisco every year because it is, as an Australian, I'm sure you know, it is freaking expensive to get there. Like you're talking thousands of dollars of flights. You're talking just as many thousands of dollars um, in accommodation. I'm feeling pretty good this year because I am managing to go to San Francisco. I'm not actually attending Dub Dub, but I am attending Layers, which is like half the price of Dub Dub. Yeah, but you're still spending at the end of the day thousands of dollars to get out there, yeah? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm pretty happy with the fact that it's like probably about five, maybe six grand <laughs> to go. <laughs> Which, I mean, that is that is a freaking truckload. Because remember in a previous episode we talked about you know, if gift wrap does well, how many cheeseburgers can you buy and can you can you get bacon? <laughs> and now you're dropping like, you know, six grand to spend some time in San Francisco. But in a weird way, it is actually worth it not just at a personal level because yeah. you get to you know hang out in this cool city and meet cool people but you do make these business sort of contacts so you might meet someone from like iMore or Lifehacker or you know TechCrunch yeah. or whatever like these or from that super cool podcast mobile couch yeah you could meet like a Ben Trengrove over there if you like yeah. super man that Ben Trengrove Whew, if I could be friends amazing. with that guy man my career would be skyrocketing or crashing <laughs> I'm not sure what that noise was <laughs> you decide Ben well uh, yep <laughs> You'd come up with an idea with a like a step counter that oh, we pay for steps. Look, I don't want to cross promote shows, but Mobile Couch that was the best idea I've ever heard. Where you <laughs> you, you basically buy steps. Yep. Yeah, it's genius. It's great. It's very, see people like that, and if you didn't meet them in San Francisco, like I got to be honest, I don't think I've ever met Ben in Australia. I think the only time I've seen him is overseas <laughs> in America. <laughs> That's how it works. You go to America to like to see all the the Australian devs. That's it's how it works. But yeah, of, of course, like to to get slightly back on topic it, launching an app is a lot about marketing and marketing is a lot about knowing people and it's not necessarily about the oh let me take you out to dinner and tell me about your app sir. i will tell you like it's not a greasy kind of like weird slimy marketing it's just hey yeah. if you know someone at some publication or whatever then you can ping them and be like hey i'm making this app you know there's a version coming out do you want to do you want to test it out for a few weeks before release and they're a lot more likely to say yes if they've at least seen you in person or somehow like are connected to you, like not in a weird way, but just in a that's human relationships. Like that's that's how they work. Yeah. No, that's totally how it works. That, and that's a lot of the reason why why I've managed to even do as well as I have has been like not being afraid to not like approach people with a thing and say, Hey, look, I've got this thing. You should like it would be awesome if you can tweet about it. Oh, I hate people that do that. They're like are they Literally, uh, no, I had a, I had someone contact me. They're like, hey, Russell, can you tweet this out? And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Like, you tell me about your cool thing. And if your cool thing is cool, like, I will, I will promote it if I yeah. think it's cool. But you can't ask someone to, like, hey, can you retweet this or hey, can you send this? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, it, it's the sort of thing where that, it doesn't really, like, and it doesn't really work. Like, and you put all this effort into, like, building this thing or, or, you know, sending out all these emails or press releases. God, I've, I did a press release for like the first version of the first app that I ever released. Yeah, I did the same. Never again. <laughs> Never it's again. Completely useless. If anyone's thinking it's about completely doing, completely don't, don't even bother. And like I've done so much better uh, in the like since that time by getting to know people in the industry 
and not just because I want to, you know, for, just in case in the future I have an app that I want them to, you know, to, you know, spruik. That's not the point at all, but it is helpful. It's very helpful uh, if if you if you have people, if you know people. Oh yeah, because it's all about who you know, not what you know. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. like the app store is not a level playing field, like by any means. No. So whatever the heck you can do to get like a slight uh, advantage, you know, not necessarily over other people, but just in general, if you can, if the more things you can have like in your favor, then the the more likely it is that you know you have like a, a tiny opportunity for success. Like success in the app store is like so hard that it's like you know a minuscule percentage of people will succeed. Any numbers yeah. you can add to your column, I mean that that makes a big difference. Yeah. So what about let's say that you've put all this kind of you know groundwork in. You've you've got your app. The app is built. It's literally time to hit the button. What what does that entail? What does that part entail? <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but the first part for me is being nervous as hell because <laughs> I've done this enough times now to know that occasionally, you know, bugs slip out and oh, yeah. you just know that when you push this button, it, it stops being in your control. Like before that, you might have a cro- closed group of beta testers who are, you know, friends and acquaintances or other people you, you've let into your beta and that's a very controlled process. You know, you package a thing up, you send out a beta. If there's crashes, they report them and you can you know, package up a new beta. Now you've got this button that basically says, let anybody in the whole wide world install my app without my supervision. So they can't really contact me. They can't really talk to me. That So the first part is, oh my goodness, like, do I, should I do this? Is now a good time? Like, should I press this button? And then I press the button and then it's like, <laughs> you know, I press the button and then probably the next few hours is just setting up like as many you know, Twitter searches and email type things and just anything you can do just to see people's reaction to to the app going out. I mean, what what do you do? I kind of I'm like I've definitely learned that you that timing is everything. And I'm not even talking about like, you know, releasing the app at the right time means it hits the most like that the most people see it, it hits the most eyeballs. <laughs> hits the most? That sounds that, a bit aggressive. That does sound aggressive. <laughs> VR yeah. Gift wrap confirmed yet again. <laughs> Hits you right in the eyeballs. That'd be a great tagline, by the way. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I, I definitely have learned that timing is everything because basically it comes down to like if I release an app uh, at night, uh, there is like hundred percent chance that something will go terribly wrong <laughs> while you're asleep. Yeah. While I'm asleep, uh, I used to just like let it. I also used to just let it go out, and so you know you can ha- you know how you can with oh, the, the app store you can like have the whenever automatic it's... release. Yeah, don't uh, do that. I don't do that anymore. Uh, typically, I'll release it as soon as it gets like as soon as it gets finished reviewing. Like literally, yeah. like it'll finish reviewing, I'll be like, yay! But and then it'll be like a good time anyway, so I'll just release it like instantly. I yeah, I agree. I always untick that box just because if you can have the control, why wouldn't you choose to? Like even yeah. if you end up hitting. You know, go the second it's it's approved. You know, why wouldn't you still have that control? With other, I accidentally left that box ticked. I I, I could have sworn that I unticked it, and it, 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 there, there is every possibility that it did. And iTunes Connect is just a heaping pile of trash. <laughs> I love you, Apple. I, oh, um, please don't, don't even get me started. They <laughs> they redesign that freaking thing so often. They don't ever fix any of the bugs. It's just like the screens keep changing. Like now it's a four step process to like submit a build instead of like two steps, and everything's prettier. But oh man, I'm just terrified every time I click buttons in there. I'm like, 
if I press this button and it spins, I don't know if this ever happens to you, the button has like Ajaxy loading and it just yeah. sits there spinning and you're like, how long do I leave this thing before I refresh the page? And if I refresh it, is it going to destroy my app? I don't know. Good question. Generally, as a, as a general kind of uh, gauge, I would say, you know, if it's been several years and it's still <laughs> Don't turn off your computer. If two and a half years have yeah. passed, it is now safe to press the refresh button because chances are it probably didn't work. <laughs> but yep. it has t- had time to clean up, you know, whatever mess it made because I'm sure Apple are very thorough yep. at that. Yep. Uh, so uh, that's a probably general rule. Uh, yeah, I mean, two and a half years, that's a good rule of thumb. Yeah, yeah. Feel free to take, you know, a month off. Yeah, you can add a month, yeah, plus or minus on what a month. Your time frame is really. I mean, if you're if you're in a hurry to release, if you're like, oh, I've got to ship this, maybe. Oof, I can't believe I'm saying this, Jelly, but maybe trim it down to a year and a half. Oh, oh, yeah. I, know, I was going to say maybe two years, but yeah, yeah. Geez. Actually, that's yeah, probably a year and a half. That's really pushing it. Like something okay. could go wrong, and you okay. you're going to really regret the fact that you hit refresh in your browser. You'd be like, why did I? I could have waited another six months. Why did I do that? <laughs> So I I accidentally left it ticked for other when I when I the the automatically release but, uh, checkbox and it ended up going out like it conveniently ended up going out at like you know eight a.m. or something like after I had woken up and was about to get started on my day like completely coincidentally but yeah as a general rule I try to untick it because it that that can just kind of lead to terrible horrible things oh let me tell you about let me tell you about one time I accidentally ticked that and I was sure I hadn't same as you and it probably yeah. was iTunes connect for all I know um so Phil who works on most of our servers 5 p.m leaves for the day it's a Friday so we, we'd <laughs> even had a beer like before he left yeah and then literally as he's going down in the lift and he has no cell reception my phone starts going ding Ding, 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 ding. I'm like, and this thing had gone out. I'm like, oh, no. And there was there was basically like a, a sort of bug in there that would just like slam our server. And our server was basically like, yeah, crumbling under all the load as these people were all like loading up the app for the first time. Like, ah, why did I do that? And then, yeah, Phil was gone. So I'm just sitting in there in the office like by myself going, what do I do now? It's all melting. <sighs> Phil is good. Yeah, yeah he's, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he- Phil, Phil, please stay for that stuff in the future. Thank you. <laughs> well, Goodbye. It was cool. He fixed it on the bus, you know, tethering to his phone. Like a, he's like a Superman, just that basically is, whips out the ma- laptop. He's like magic. He's he basically like magic. magic. Yeah. So, yeah, as a general rule, that's a good idea. Don't, don't like launch at like terrible times. I've learned to like launch in the morning these days, like my morning. I don't care what time it is everywhere yeah, else. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think too many people obsess about, Oh, what time is it in the US? It's like yeah. just launch when it's a good time for you so you can fix stuff. Like, yeah. Cause if otherwise, it goes wrong. because I've had situations like as an example, I had one release where I, I pushed it out and there was a bug that caused an immediate crash on launch. Uh, because it was downloading a file from a server, uh, like downloading a list of uh, of uh, basically of searches, and updating the uh, like the list of searches in the app would cause the the app to crash. And it was like a one line fix once I actually you know managed to fix it and push it out. But I had to uh, like that that caused like massive problems on the on day one because all of a sudden every single person that updated it would immediately crash once the app launched. And oh, you know, don't even get me started on this fact. Last year, I deleted a bunch of people's libraries. That just I will. I don't think I'll ever live that down. Jelly's famous uh, auto cleanup feature. Yeah, that I don't. I I don't think like I, I think maybe my customers have maybe forgotten about it. Like, or at least they've like. 
they're not quite so angry at me anymore. But at the same time, like I'll never forget that I that I did that and it launched at night, which was a terrible time to launch it because it meant that like when I woke up, Bisbee bad. Totally Bisbee bad. bad. I wouldn't worry about it, Jelly. I'm sure some of them managed to figure out where you live. And when they figured out where on earth Canberra was, they're like, it's just not worth the effort. We're gonna yeah. just we forgive you, Jelly. We were gonna come burn your house down, but yeah. it's just too hard. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to ask one more question. What after you've launched, do you do any sort of <clears throat> celebrating? Do you go out to lunch? Do you do anything? I have a I have a beer with my team. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many beers do you buy for your team? Uh, well, I te- really I have I have vodka, so I have I I I, I will drink a whole bottle of vodka. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't do it. Share it with the team. One for me, and one for me, and one for me. Honestly, like most of the time, my launches don't. I don't really I don't really celebrate them to a huge extent. Like I mean, I don't have a team, so I don't. It's not like I can be all like, yay. I mean, maybe I'll go out to dinner with Mel. Maybe I'll go and get some KFC for lunch or something. That's usually celebration <laughs> enough. What yeah. can I get you, sir? I'd like the Zinger combo upsize because I just launched an app. Yeah, dude. Come on, high five. Stand bacon over hanging my here. cheeseburgers. Yeah, like some bacon on there. So what, what What do you consider a successful launch? Like what? what is what is to be celebrated after something goes out? It's been a day or two. Like what, what do you look for? I generally like to see people talking about it. Um, that's always that always feels nice to me. Like being able to see people tweeting and that sort of stuff, even with other being a problematic named Google. <laughs> uh, other had like other like the, the my tweet announcement had a few like had a lot of retweets. Uh, you know, it got retweeted by some people who also uh, that had um, that have fairly high follower counts reach. If you want to go technical. Like and so people would see it. They would tweet at me. They would like I don't know them from brick or a bar of soap or whatever the phrase is. I think it's from the back of your hand. You don't know them from the back of your hand. Yeah. Like, isn't that something that you know? Like you no. know the back. Of, I know that. Oh, you like, do I not know, know the back, the back of, of your hand. hand. What's on the back of your hand? You got no idea. Like kind of a vein. And some yeah. How many hair? how many veins without looking at how kind many of, hairs? Um, no idea. I've you don't know, you don't know it, it so from the back of your hand. hand. So. Yeah, like it was nice to see that. Like nice to be able to see people that I don't know tweeting like about the app and like being happy to see like, you know, that this app exists, even though it's something kind of minor and and something that uh, like probably, you know, uh, isn't that big of a deal in the long run. It's not like it's, you know, the next Instagram or anything. Uh, sell it for a billion, a billion oh, dollars. Please, virtual reality gift wrap <laughs> is the next in Instagram. You're going to be in the VR space before anyone else and your things are going to be moving. So what do you consider a, a successful app? See, for me, it's pretty different. The The one thing I look for yeah. when, when I launch a new app yeah. is I want absolutely as much, like as much, and I can't overemphasize, overemphasize as much, as much, as much, boom, as possible. 